He was standing in a hospital hallway. He'd never felt more broken and helpless. That's where God met him. I'm Allie Domersant. This is a snapshot testimony from singer-songwriter Jordan St. Cyr. He's the artist behind the chart-topping hit Weary Traveler. He's also a husband and a father of four, including a precious three-year-old daughter who's battling serious health challenges. He shares how one moment in that hospital hallway changed his relationship with God. Take me to that moment with your daughter, Emery. Yeah, yeah. So she was she was born with a rare brain condition. And so six months after she was born, she had her first uh, cluster of seizures. Mm. And this was this was the first time we had seen something like this. It was it was devastating. Uh, if you've ever seen someone have a seizure, it's you think they're gone. You know, you it looks like they're they are dying. And so this little baby of ours was six months old. We're in the hospital. And I remember just stepping out into the hallway. My wife stayed with her. And just having this this real, you know, moment with God where I was just broken. I was mm. at, completely at the end of myself, which now I look back is the most beautiful thing. Wow. Because when you get to the end of yourself, your pride, your shame, you know, this self-righteousness or, or self-dignity that we've self-reliance placed, self-reliance <laughs> yeah oh, yes that we we take on um you're at the end of yourself there's nothing left you're in complete need and that's where god's spirit just lives and and just spoke to me in such a real way you know i had this view of the future for this little girl as we all do as parents for our kids yeah and uh that was completely taken away um and I think in a way like that's, that's a good thing. We're not supposed to dwell on the future. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay to make plans and all this, but God created us for the moment. And in this moment, I was drawn to it in such a, a profound way. And uh, God just really inserted himself in that moment and stood in between this negative talk that was going through my heart and my head of what, what, our future look like, what this little girl's future look like, our family yeah. uh, from here on out. And he just, he defended me in that moment. You know, mm. like, he's like, Jordan, you are mine. And these thoughts are not, Wow. you know? So it was just a powerful moment where God just revealed another side of, of his character in my life. I love that you use, use the word defended. Yeah. You know, because we think about God's grace, we think about his mercy, we think about strength, all the things that you would need in that moment. Why was him as defender? Why was that the thing that really captured you? I think because, you know, I was my own worst enemy. You know what I mean? And God's yeah. like, No, 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 no. You are you are my beloved. Hmm. And and don't do that to yourself. You are so much more um because I am with you, kind of thing. And so um, I am, I am that kind of person. I'm, I'm ambitious and I'm on to the next thing. And, and God used this moment to be like, Jordan, I made you for now live here with me. Wow. And so it, it was just a beautiful, beautiful moment. Wow. How have you, how has that moment shaped other moments in your life? I know you, you've had some ongoing challenges, uh, with your sweet little girl. Yeah. How, how has that moment kind of shaped other moments for you? Yeah, we built we built a, you know, a marker, you know, in that moment and now uh, that milestone represents God's revelation. Yes. You know what I mean? Like so every yes. time we go through it, it's like remember, remember, mm. 
you know, mm -hmm. I was there, so I will be here. And so on, we were back in the hospital a few weeks ago or four weeks ago now. And, uh, it was just like, oh man, we're, we're back in the fire again. And it's, it's, it's pretty amazing to remember the initial moments and how hard they were and yeah. knowing the strength that you come out on the other side with mm. and the depth of grace and understanding of God's faithfulness and his compassion. So it's like, not only do you receive that for yourself from him, but now you get to walk out your life and be that for other people because you see their need in such a different light. Yeah. And the it produces, and you know, I was just reading with my kids, um, where it talks about how the comfort we receive in affliction, mm. and then we can then, the comfort we receive from God, and then the we turn and comfort other people. Yes. Yes. with that comfort that was made available to us. And I think about that when, as you're talking. It must fill you with so much more empathy and compassion, must motivate you to pray. When when you hear of different needs and you know, you're know you all over the place, you're touring, and you hear yeah. of all kinds of stories, it, yeah. it, the empathy factor must go through the roof for you. It's heavy. Like I was not prepared for the heaviness of people's... They're, they're just so willing to share... Yeah. The hardest, deepest parts of their story. Mm -hmm. um, what's changed in us is we're so um, less inclined to pray, God, meet our need. Rather, you know, um, you have our best interest at heart. I know you do. You've, you've, you know, revealed that to us over this season. And so just having a deeper understanding of praying His will, you know, you are our Heavenly Father and we are your kids. Yes, and so um, being able to go to that place so much quicker is is just so much easier. Uh, it's too too much of a burden uh, to think that I know what's best for me. You know, like <laughs> it's like I I'm just, so true. It's so true. Like <laughs> like I've you know I, yeah. We just we we go to that place uh, so readily now of just you know God, you know what's best. Your will be done. Um, yeah, you are so good to us. Mm. Now, let's talk a little bit about your music. How does your, I mean, as a musician, I know your your life always informs the music that you write. Yes. Uh, but how do you put some of this stuff that God is doing in you? Uh, and Weary Traveler is is one of the the the, the big hits right now. Um, yeah. Talk a little bit about what goes into that songwriting process for you. Yeah, I think it's about writing songs that are so true for us, for my wife and I, our kids, what we're walking through, um, but making it accessible for people. Um, I am, I'm such a relational person. I love, you know, talking, when I talk to God, it's, I'm talking about I, me being me and you being him. Yeah. And I think um, in that language, it allows people to insert their life, their story into the song. And puts themselves in the driver's seat because I think at the end of the day, this genre, this this kind of music is, if it doesn't serve people, it doesn't exist. It becomes mm. something else. It's it's mainstream pop music or rock music yeah. or whatever. Um, and so I just, I want to write songs that serve people. And God has given us this season of life that we're walking through as um, it is, it's, it isn't a weakness. He's, he's given us a strength. Um, and he's just revealed so many people who are standing in between, you know, a hope for miracle and, and the not yet. 
And, and so we now get to walk with these people, um, on this journey and it's, it's really a beautiful thing. Yeah. You're, um, you're a little girl, three years old. You're the father of three other children, correct? What are their ages? Four total. So we've got our boys, uh, Aiden and Liam are 11 and 10. Our girls, Willa and Emery are seven and three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now as a, as a parent, what do you tell them, you know, when you're, when you're going through something with your youngest and, and they see mom and dad, I've seen this with my own kids. They can see when that, when anxiety comes into mom and dad's heart, they can see yeah. that flash of, they're reading us like a book. Like oh, what's, yeah. something's wrong. Like I can tell something, I'm looking at mom and dad and as much as we try to, you know, yeah, <laughs> put on that, that face, how have you helped them as you've walked through challenging seasons? How have you helped kind of their faith grow and develop right. as they experience those same emotions? Yeah. You know, it's less, um, I would say, using words and more about the actions that we're going to take. So like yeah. we, uh, when we go through these hard seasons, we, we draw close to one another. Like we really all hang out on the couch and watch a movie. Like we all literally, our proximity closes in. And I think that's what God does when we go through these hard times. He closes in and he just, you know, embraces us. And yeah. so um, I remember when this first happened, uh, with our, our, our daughter, six months old, I literally took the TV from downstairs, brought it upstairs, installed it on the wall. And we created kind of like an upstairs family room where it was right by our front door. So as soon as we came home, like this was our, you know, our little war room, so to speak. And we just, we just gathered together. We stayed close. And I think that's the most important thing. Mm. And, um, you know, as, as we kind of fostered that closeness, that's where, when conversation began to happen. And I guess, you know, I don't remember uh, a particular situation, but I do see the fruit that yeah. has come out of this season. And our kids, they are so compassionate. Their love for one another has grown and um, they're going to, they're going to impact our world because of what we've gone through. Um, you know, just them at such a young age and experiencing something like this, there's a gift there that I never received as a kid, um, but will serve them well. Yeah. What what gift did you not receive as a kid specifically? You know, I never knew pain and suffering as a kid. Oh, okay. You know, I, you know, I, I did have some relatives pass away, but we were never close. Mm-hmm. And so, um, well, they have not, you know, death has not been a part of the equation. Um, this pain and suffering uh, idea and how closely related that is to God and reaching us mm-hmm. in our lowest times. I think they are going to have just a very healthy understanding and and, and outlook for a lot of the way our world is. And a yeah. lot of people, this is just life for them, you know, suffering from chronic illness or even just, you know, not knowing who God is. And they're just going to have such a compassion, mm-hmm. I think, for for these people. Yeah. I mean, it's so, it's so interesting how you, we want the life that is comfortable. You know, our flesh really wants to things to be always, we always win. We're always on the winning team and, you know, in, at every sporting event and we always get the, the best grade and we always have enough and we're, we, that's what our flesh craves, craves. you know, we, with every bit in, in us. But I've, as I've talked to people and as I've just through, this and the ministry through the radio, so many people say how that 
when God meets you in suffering, it's it's at a different level. Yeah. It's something yeah. that you would never wish for. That's right. But I even had one woman say, like, it's it, it's it's a gift. And you use the word gift as well. Like that yeah. that gift of getting to to really rely on God where there's there is no other option and you see him meet you there. That's right. It's it power. Really is, it's an odd privilege. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like you said, we're not we're not gluttons for punishment. You know, this is not something <laughs> that I seek out. Um, but I guess what I've I've learned, what I've been taught is that when it does find me, um, you know, the sooner I embrace it, um, go through that grieving process of of, you know, losing my my comfortability. Right. Sure. Um, and I'm on the other side of this. Um, God shows up in a powerful way because I think you know, just all that flesh and that pride just kind of gets chiseled away. And I mean, I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it. It's it's kind of the working out your salvation thing. You're like you're wrestling, you're grappling, yeah. there's tension. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, um, defined answer, it seems. It's so gray. And God's like, that's that's where I live. That's my, that's my, you know, resting place. And yeah. And as we kind of enter that that space, um, he raises us up. Mm. He really does. How is your little girl now? How old? Yeah, you know, what are things stand with her? She's doing good. We've uh, she had a cluster of seizures about a month ago, mm-hmm. and um, so now um, because of this, she has basically an uh, an overgrowth of blood vessels on the left side of her face and head. So, okay, what we're uh, you know na- navigating now is pressure on her left eye. And mm-hmm. so likely um, in the next few weeks, she'll, she'll go in for surgery to relieve that pressure. And so that's a, you know, that's a tough thing for a yeah. parent to walk through just to, to see your littlest, you know, go into the hospital and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and walk through this, you know? And so I would say it's probably more heavy on my wife and I than her. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's what we're navigating now. And it, it, it is a progressive disease. And so we, we're living in the moment day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Can I pray for you? Absolutely. And I Absolutely. and I'm going to pray for you but I'm also going to pray for anyone who uh, happens to come across this podcast and finds themselves in a similar walk. Um Lord, we just come to you God just trusting that you God you are all we need. But Lord, you put us in these bodies so we feel the pain, we feel the loss, we feel the discomfort, God, we feel fear, we feel all of these things, God because we live in the in this fallen world in these bodies god and so i just pray for um for jordan and for his family god that you would just surround them that you would meet them so powerfully god in their deepest points of need god that their testimony would be of your faithfulness god and the, the richness and the nearness god of your mercy and your love god and i pray for anyone who is suffering today and who finds this podcast god i pray that they would look to you, that they would not look to other things, but God, that they would find you to be wholly sufficient for everything that they need. Thank you that you that your promises are true, that your presence is available, God. We just trust you. And I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to bring these stories to the forefront, God, that people would see you more clearly, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you for taking this time. I definitely enjoy your music. Weary Travelers become uh, one of the popular ones, not just on Moody Radio, but on other stations as well. Uh, What do you make of the success of this this latest song? 
Um, you know, partly I'm, I'm overwhelmed that, uh, that this message has really hit home. Part of me, it's like, oh man, there's a lot of, a lot of us that are weary out there. So that travelers. <laughs> is, a, is a bit of a burden, you know, and it's like, um, there's just a lot of work to do. And I take it, a, you know, this is a, a responsibility to steward this, this message, uh, that God has, has given us. And, um, I just, I'm, I'm so grateful. You know, at the end of the day, I'm grateful that I get to be a part of the work that God is doing. Snapshot Testimony is a Moody Radio podcast and short feature. Thanks to Jordan St. Cyr for being a part of today's episode. For more on his music and upcoming show dates, be sure to check out his website, jordanstcyr.com. St. Cyr is spelled S-T-C-Y-R. And of course, if you're new to the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I'm your host, Allie Domersant. Together, we're sharing the moments that shape our faith in Christ.